Hey everybody, this is Derek Van Otten, host of the DVO Show. Thank you again for listening to another episode. On this episode, I bring on Caden Mattinson. Caden is a medium and he's able to help people in many different ways. He can help locate your spirit guides and help maybe guide you on your path. Um, he can do a tarot card reading. He can talk with possibly uh, loved ones who are near you and are trying to reach out to you or give you a message. So his service is very beneficial, especially if you kind of feel like you're being guided in a certain direction somehow, or you feel like you just need some type of guidance. And maybe Caden can be the one to help you out. I will list his information in the description here so that you can also get a hold of him. And on this episode, Caden kind of talks about his abilities and how it kind of started for him and some really cool stories to go along with them. Now, I want to share a personal story about Caden. I personally have been on uh, many different investigations with him and investigations usually mean we go to a maybe a haunted location, maybe just a quote unquote haunted location, but we go to different locations. Uh, He's able to communicate with spirits that are there and it's really interesting to see because I have other friends that are mediums and no me, no, no medium has the exact same power or ability as another. So it's really interesting to see the dynamics and the diversity, which also makes it very fun. Uh, So I've seen Caden in action and I've got to tell you a really interesting story. One time we were doing an investigation at a home in Bountiful, Utah. This family was a little worried. Uh, They had younger children uh, under the ages of, of three for sure. I think they had two kids. And we went with a few, there was maybe five or six of us in this home. We were kind of doing a little bit of investigating and we were in a room in the basement and why they called us out there was because they were a little worried since one of their children kept talking and pointing at someone or something and, and talking to it. So they were a little worried because it kept happening. So they called us over and we can, you know, we can send some things in the house Anyway, we're in one of the back rooms and Caden is feeling like a like a portal. All right. And he and he he's sensing that he needs to close this portal down. And we are in there. Uh, It was me, Caden and uh, another one of our friends, uh, Diane. And what he was going to do was he was going. So my understanding was the portal was kind of rotating let's just say for example clockwise rotating rotating clockwise he was going to counter that portal uh, by going counterclockwise and closing it so i have in my hand a k2 meter now a k2 meter is basically sensing any type of electromagnetic fields okay now what caden started doing and i'm holding this k2 meter and i'm just kind of standing there And there's certain parts of the room that it will go off, but overall it wasn't going off very much. And Caden started to kind of swirl his hands in a counterclockwise motion to to close his portal. And just out of curiosity myself, because I don't see these things, right? I don't really sense these things. I'm just curious. I put my K2 meter by his hands where he's messing with his portal And I shit you not, the K2 meter is going off from the electromagnetic fields in this area. So that was fascinating because when he was done and I put the K2 meter back in the same location, it was no longer beeping or lighting up. So interesting stuff to say the least. So anyway, you guys, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And if you guys need some help and guidance, again, reach out to my man, Caden. Have a great one. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The DVO Show. I'm here with my good friend, Caden Madison, also known as the Utah County Medium. What's up, Caden? What's up, buddy? How you doing today? Good. And you have such a charismatic personality. I love that, <laughs> I love that. Um, so, how you doing today? Everything's going good? 
It's starting off good. Getting there. All right. <laughs> it's getting it's starting there. off good because we're going to have some coffee in a little bit. <laughs> That's um, right. <laughs> so thanks for coming over. I, I wanted to... Um, we've been wanting to get together for a while and do this. <laughs> yeah, so, a couple years. <laughs> yeah, you decided to move for a while. Yeah. Move out of the state, and, and now, now you're back, so that's awesome. Um, so, as I just introduced you, you are the Utah County Medium. That's like kind of yes. your name, your Facebook page. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, what does that mean? What, what, what does that mean when I say medium? You're not a, you're not a large, for that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> bad far, joke, bad joke. From, I'm sorry. Far from. <laughs> no, it's actually fitting because when I interviewed on another podcast, the title of it was uh, Small Medium at Large. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, that's the name of the podcast? Yeah, that was, well, that was the name of the, episode? that episode. That's so a pretty good fitting. name. <laughs> that, that, what podcast was that? That was Life on the Rocks. That oh, Life on the Rocks. On Aaron. Yeah, yeah. So that's, a, so that's a Utah local podcast. They're, yeah. They're, um, okay, I'm going to check that episode out. They're friends out. of ours. So. Yeah, I'm going to check that episode out. That's a good name. They that did is a good, good job name. on that. Good job, girls. That was good. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, um, as a medium, you know, with a psychic versus a medium, um, oh, that's okay. That's a good point. Let's, let's there differentiate is, There that. is a little bit of a difference between the two. Okay. So uh, a medium specifically just communicates with your guides. Um, oh. All our job is is to figure out what's going on, what you know, whether you have an attachment or not, whether or not somebody, oh. family member, friends, things like that, that okay. have passed away, may have messages. They may have work that's not been done yet. Uh-huh. And so they kind of pass that torch on to whoever they're with. Okay, all and right. Sometimes that's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the you know the big difference, obviously, between that and a psychic is is a psychic really spends their time focusing on what's going to happen in your future. Okay. What's going to happen in future events? Um, what's going to help okay. right. kind of move your life forward? Whereas a medium, we mostly work on the now. And the past. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so, that makes sense. Okay, now, all right, now I can differentiate. So, psychics more about the future, right. mediums, past, present. Right. Ah, okay. And there are people um, who, like one of my idols, Chip Coffee. Yes. Is both. Okay. He, can, he does both. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he does mostly focus on the mediumship side on when he's he on does. shows and yes. things like that. Um, in his private readings, he's more on the psychic side. Okay. He's more getting that direction. We both still work with your spirit guides, but the difference between the two is he really he really likes to focus on what's going to get you forward. Right. Um, where, you know, for whatever reason, we've been chosen to, to work on the here and now. Okay. So Chip Coffee, uh, <laughs> celebrity, I guess you could say, celebrity yes, medium he psychic. Yep. He's been on... Internationally known. Internationally known. He's been on Paranormal State. Uh, I can't remember if Ghost Adventures has even brought him on. I can't remember. I can't he's, remember he's on that. He's been, been on Psychic Kids. He Psychic was, Kids, he ran yes. Psychic Kids for a couple seasons. That was his project. That was wasn't his. It? Show, yeah, yep. that's right. He was going to help kids with their abilities. And I know you were you were pretty close with his team, don't you? So like, you know I work with his. Team? I work with his assistant. Yeah, I talk with her a lot. So right. there may or may not be some things in the works. I've heard. Yes, <laughs> that's exciting. That's exciting to hear what might be coming down the pipeline. Especially if you're local in Utah, that might be awesome. Absolutely. So that, that's that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, Chip <clears throat> Coffee's great. I met him. Um, what was it? Some he came here. to that event, uh, Paranormal Expo. Yeah, Paranormal Expo here in, in Salt Lake. Uh, and, and I met him and I did went to one of his gallery readings and that was really interesting. Um, it was so funny how how one uh, subject kept getting brought up right. in it. And, and it was funny. He goes, he goes, you guys, I can't make this shit up. This stuff like, just this happens. Just <laughs> it happens all the time. And he's very flamboyant, which oh, is so, so it's funny the way he, when he, when he gets... Um, just kind of riled up, riled yeah. Up. <laughs> he, he's very flamboyant and he's, it's hilarious, and you can tell he's so sassy. <laughs> he, oh, that's one of the things I love about him is he's that just you can't you can't make that up. Yeah. You cannot make him up. So, guys, if you don't know who he is, look up Chip Coffee. You'll find him on YouTube. He's he's, he's great. He's great. His, his abilities are, are amazing. He's very down to earth. How did you start noticing your abilities? Like like young so age. I've had them my whole life. Yeah. Um, as a, as a matter of fact, at uh, four years old, I was telling family when uh, other family members had passed before they got phone calls. Oh. And uh, so that freaked him out. Yeah. Well, do you remember like one of those times? So uh, my great grandma passed away. Okay. And I was 
having a conversation to her with her and like she walked in your bedroom or um, like, I'm getting goosebumps. I believe we were in the living room. Just okay. we were just in the living room and uh was talking about her and my mom got a little concerned and okay. made a phone call and found out that she had passed away an hour ago. Do you, do you remember that? I I don't remember okay. the, I remember kind of the scene. I remember I've talked to her forever. I do, I do oh. remember her always being around. Oh. And uh, so when wow. I finally started talking to my mom about her being gone, I was like, so when did she die? <laughs> right. And uh, and she, so she told me the story about how that happened. Okay. Okay. And I was like, okay. <laughs> do you have, what's your earliest memory of, um, of, of the ability? Honestly, after that, I, I shut it down for quite a while. Okay. So out of fear, um, kind or? of out of out of being told we don't talk about that in oh, this household. Oh, okay. <laughs> Influenced by family, <laughs> right, all right, all right? Right. So at about, uh, I want to say twelve, is when it came back. Okay. Um, and it was not really anything I was pursuing at the time. Uh, it was just I happened to see somebody that was no longer living, uh-huh. and got really confused. And <laughs> so you you knew they had passed. So and then you saw them. Um, I didn't know they had passed. Oh, okay. So I was I thought I was talking to somebody who had come in, and like in your room. Uh huh. Just into the yeah, we were the just house into the house, and they were like, "Who are you talking to?" Oh. To the point that I went to a psychologist. Okay, and, and they were like, you know, this this kind of thing doesn't happen. And did that did I kind of turn it on at that point? And yeah, I guess it was always that, on, but you kind of were yeah. After that, it, it. I was like, so I didn't really talk about it for a couple of years because I was like, okay, well, I know that it's happening. All right, I'm having conversations, I know they're existing, but I'm not like, I'm not telling other people about it. Okay, okay. Um, and then my grandpa passed away in. Um, 2013 in October of 13. Okay. Um, or th- of 2003, not t- 13. <laughs> 2003. And uh, he became, and he's still now, one of my primary guides. Okay. Uh, and so when he passed away, then it became, do you see Grandpa? <laughs> wow. Do you see Grandpa? Is he around still? And then it became, okay, well, what about, what about Great Grandma? Do you see her still? Interesting. And uh, so I didn't really talk about it a whole lot. You know, I still kind of, still kind of kept it quiet. Okay. And then it was, it was in 2013 that I really opened up and just let it go. And I was just like, if you okay. don't like it, uh, that's just too bad. Because if I keep this quiet anymore, I'm going to get admitted. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> I'm talking to all these people and nobody can know about it. So... Uh, 2013, you know, we had an experience in the house where it finally, in my eyes, it was okay to finally say something. All right. Uh, where I saw my first demonic entity. Oh. And wow. Yeah. Where was, so was we, it a house? It was at my house. <laughs> oh snap! Okay. All right. Let's hear right. This. Okay. <laughs> so I came home. It was me and my brother, and always have loved ghost hunters. Yeah. Always. Jason Hawes. Grant so the, Wilson the show are Ghost amazing. Hunters. Amazing. Yeah. So we're watching that, okay. and a light turned itself on, and then a door slammed shut. In your house? In the house. With your brother there? Like 10 feet away from us. So, so it's you and your brother. So, right. And so... Oh, sorry. Before this, <laughs> what did your brother think about these abilities? He didn't know until that happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... Yeah, he had because no he watched idea. the show, did he already kind of believe in ghosts and things? So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So that happens. So we went and bought, like, so... We were talking about it because okay. we were like, dude, we're watching the show and now this is happening in the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> so we go to the store, we go to Walmart, buy a voice recorder because what does any other investigator yeah, do? Yeah, right. right. So we come home, set the voice recorder up on the entertainment center. And we're like, yes, we're going to become investigators. <laughs> <laughs> so we start asking questions, start kind of being doing the initial EVP game of, you know, this is I'm Kaden. This is Tyler. Okay. You know, right? So it gets to the point where we say, if you're here, because you've obviously done these things. Yeah. So if you're here, let us know. And then I saw this demonic 
thing sitting in a rocking chair that we had in the corner of the living room. Oh, wow. And, like, still this day, like, I can see it, uh, you know, here we are years later. Right. And I can still see that thing ingrained in my brain. Your brother didn't see it. He didn't see it. And I was, I I lost it when he told me he didn't see it. Um, I mean, like, to the point that I almost can't even describe it because it's okay. just, it's not, it's not anything that I, that I've ever seen before. So it was weird. <laughs> it was, it yeah, was I'd really, say. really weird. So it, uh, I don't know. It was almost like, I'm trying to think of the best comparison, like an orc. If you've ever seen any kind of, um, uh, like renaissance kind of shows, right? It's, it was almost like an orc, much smaller, uh-huh. but built the same. Just a whole bunch of flesh thrown on a body. <laughs> and we said, if you're here, let us know. Show us, give us a sign. Uh-huh. Well, that rocking chair that he was sitting on uh, didn't move. Like, that, it was hard to rock that chair. And it rocked over almost backwards. And, oh my God. <laughs> So you can't describe it because so, it, it, like it didn't look like, it like didn't, humanoid or right. It wasn't a human form. Like I don't understand. Like I, I really can't put together words to describe what this thing looked like. It was creepy, <laughs> right? And it rocked the chair over backwards. Okay. And so I contacted. So is your brother seeing the chair move though? He saw the chair move oh. and lost it. Okay. He he went upstairs. He was like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> and so yeah, he uh, he he vanished <laughs> for a minute. Like you just ran to his room, and, brother. No, he just ran upstairs. So we had like a three level house. Okay. And so the living room was kind of down on the split level. Oh. And wow. he ran up the stairs. He was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch this. And so I, I kind of was like, okay, we're going to be right back. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, did your brother see like rocking back and forth? So, and you just saw it kind of move a little bit? Oh, no, no, no. Like when I say that thing rocked backwards. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. that chair didn't barely move. Okay. Just a little bit. And it rocked over backwards okay. into the wall. Okay. Okay. Because I'm trying, I'm trying to grasp that. So your yeah. brother can't physically see something you can. He right. can't. But he does see the chair moving like you see the chair moving. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Just trying to grasp all that. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So he awesome. saw the chair do exactly what I saw. Okay. And he bolted. <laughs> okay. And so we shut the recorder off, left the house. We went to the library because we didn't have a computer at home. Yeah. And I got online, was trying to do a bunch of research because I'm like, I don't even know what to say that is if I was to tell anybody. Wow. And uh, so I found a team in Salt Lake. Okay. And I don't think they're in existence anymore. I'd have to look them up. Um, <clears throat> but on that team was another medium. Okay. And so I sent him a message really quick and I was like, I have a huge problem. <laughs> I'm like, this is going on in my house. This is what I saw. <laughs> what do I do with it? Uh-huh. Like, how do I fix this problem? And I got a message back. Okay. Like, pretty quick. I mean, like, 10 minutes later, we were still doing research. And I was like, okay, before we leave, I'm going to check the email. So we're, I get a response back <laughs> from her, and she says, look, okay, first of all, um, because, it's, because it's your mom's house, we're going to have to have her permission to investigate it. Okay. So you're going to have to talk to her about that. I'm like, oh, oh great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, and second of all, I need to tell you that I believe you're a medium. Um, and, and the reason I kind of gathered that is you saw it and he didn't. Okay. Um, this is some things to look up. This is some things to really understand if that's the case. Right. Kind of do these tests. And if, if it comes out that that's really where things are at, you really are equipped to handle this, and I can tell you how. Interesting. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Basically, she's being like, I'm not coming. <laughs> and, and it ended up being okay. 
uh, we ended up, I ended up doing what I do now, which isn't just an energy cleansing, which is wonderful. Okay. Um, but after I got that email, I said, okay, now we need to go talk to mom. <laughs> and she's the one I also told you we don't see these right. things. Okay. Right. So, you know, by this time, I, you know, I'm, I'm 18. I'm old enough to, okay. to tell her what's going All on. All right. And so I'm like, so we go to work, <laughs> and I shut her door in her office, which we never do. And so immediately she was like, oh, crap, what's wrong? Uh, right, right. <laughs> it's a mom, right? It's mom. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. So I said, look, we need to talk. I'm like, we got two big things going on right now, and we, <laughs> you got to understand what's happening. Okay. And I said, so first things first, I am a medium. I talk to dead people. And number two... There's a demon in your house. <laughs> wow. How did mom take and all that? Did she brush you off, laugh? Concerned? She kind of was, uh, she kind of did that, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I was like, no, I get it does. It makes right? perfect sense. Okay. It was kind of like that, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, no, but for real, uh-huh. this is what's going on. And she goes, well, how do you know? And I said, well, the Doors downstairs are shutting themselves. Wow. And she was like, oh. <laughs> I thought I was the only one that ever saw that. Oh. We don't. Oh. At the, at Twist the, to the story yeah. here. Mom's had some experiences as well. And so okay. she was like, okay, well, here's the deal. And at the time, she was married to my now ex-stepdad. Okay. Um, and she was like, we don't tell Steve about any of this. <laughs> okay. So did your mom believe in spirits and ghosts? Kind of. To a point, I think. Okay. She okay. never really she never really vocalized it until recently. Oh, okay. All right. But, yeah, I think even then she kind of did. Maybe um, she didn't want to. Or maybe she right. wanted to ignore it, maybe. It just was, yeah. It was one yeah. of those where... Taboo. She, it, was, it was hush-hush. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So we went home, did an energy cleansing. All right. First time I ever did one. And what does that mean? Um, Well, there's different levels. Oh, okay. There's different classes of energy cleansings. So what I do is I will will call in whoever the the spirit guides are. Um, Generally, if I'm doing like my own stuff, I'll just call in my guides. Okay. And they'll help with it. Um, If... It's say your house. Yeah, I'll call in my side, but I'll also call in yours. Okay, and your side's gonna be awesome. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> because my side, you know, they can they can pull on some pretty awesome stuff. Right, but your side's defending you. Sure, sure. So they're going to be much stronger. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's kind of like your little army behind you. Right. Them. Okay. And when you're not doing okay, or if you were in danger, they kind of come to bat. Okay, <laughs> all right. So, so you're 18, and you already noticed you have guides, yep. or you've kind of known, or... So by that point, my grandpa had been gone for 10 years. Okay. Um, and so I've already, I'd already been working with him a little bit. All right. And every chance he got to be poking the bear, he'd say, <laughs> hey, hey, by the way... <laughs> You can do this. Okay. And so it, I was already working with him a little bit, and I had done my first energy ball with him. Okay. Which is exactly what it sounds like. All right. You just create an energy orb in your hand. Um, I've done a couple. It's been a while, but I've done a couple where we actually photographed it, where oh. you could see the little, the little orb in a picture. Is it like what people refer to as like their chi? Or yes. Like chi? Okay. Yep. <clears throat> chi energy. Yeah. Okay. So you you did this in your house. Yep. Created kinda... that, and I did. Um, you've been with us on cleansings. Yes. Where I've closed down the portal. Right. In the building. Right. So I did the same thing in my basement. Okay. That was okay. the first time I had ever done that. It was in that basement. Interesting. And then I had some more questions for the girl. <laughs> yeah. So do you think this is where the demon came through? Was so through yes. Portal, so just it randomly came... opened and came through and was like, hey, I'm going to chill here in this chair. Right. Okay. So it definitely came through the portal. The house at that point was only five, six years old. I mean, it was oh, okay. a brand new house. Yeah. So there's no, there shouldn't so really be was... much going on to Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was property related. Um, but yeah, they, it 
portal had created and hmm. we went I just went in and closed it. Wow. And and closing that's hard to put into words. So closing a portal is is kind of similar to closing a door. Okay. But then you're taking the saran wrap off the door and rolling it up into a ball and discarding it. All right. All right. <laughs> it's kind of a good way yeah, to, a little different. to kind of explain the visual. Um, so, yeah, you're, you you close the door, and then we're basically uprooting the weed. Uh-huh. And then destroying the energy. Okay. And I don't do that part. All right. I let, I let the other side take care of that part. Oh, okay. Okay. So they'll destroy it. And then we'll release the energy, convert the energy back into positive energy. All right. And then release it back out. Okay. So, so, you, so you did that with this portal. I now, did. Do you see portals? Do you just feel them? Like... I see. It depends on the portal. So uh, the one that we did, um, we've talked about it publicly now. We can actually say his name. But um, the one that we did at Cleve's house. Okay. That took up his whole basement. Uh-huh. I saw that one. Interesting. Do you see spirits coming in and out of it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they don't they don't open the door like we do here. Right. They just kind of go through it. And just wherever it takes them, where they go. Just, yep. They'll just walk through and that's interesting. See where they're at. There's no reason for them to just manifest. They just yeah. No, they just show up. Or that, not that we know, I guess. At this right. Point. Okay. Yeah. There's that. That's another one of those where. If honestly, if we could find a way to set a recording device in a portal and have it Whoa. record what's through it. Whoa, that'd be crazy. That would be insane. Yeah, okay. Because I want to know where they're coming from. Because <laughs> I know a lot of psychics, mediums talk about these portals and that right. spirits come and go through them and, and it's not necessarily they're bad or evil or, no, or good. No, not necessarily. They just, they just, they just do that, yeah, okay. Okay, so you can see them at certain levels or can't, but you kind yep. of feel the energies. You, spirits are kind of traveling through. How did you get rid of this demonic force in your house? So you close the portal. So we pushed it back through the portal. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so we pushed it back through the portal. Is it resisting? Oh, all the way. Every <laughs> step. Every step. Um, were you scared? Like, were you going to attack you? or? Not until I finished. Oh, okay. <laughs> when I first got back, I was I was more pissed off than anything that it actually scared me out of my house. Okay, okay. And so you were you were ready to fight pretty so much. So I was yeah, okay. I was ready All to right. brawl with something that nobody else could see. Yeah. Wow, wow. <laughs> and you know, and I didn't know what it was capable of. Yeah. If I knew then what I knew now about the capability of those, okay. I probably would have been terrified. All right. All right. There've, there have been some pretty nasty ones. So now, at this point, you've, you've now, I can say, you welcomed this gift. Oh, absolutely. And said, okay, this is, this is who I am. You, you got back to that, to that meeting yep. and said, okay, tell me what I got going on with me. Yep, absolutely. Did she kind of help guide you a little bit? Or? Um, she gave me some kind of information okay. and set me up with friends that I now still talk to. Okay. Um, so I've got a friend that used to live in Baltimore. Now she's now she lives in Australia. Oh, okay. Um, so I started doing a show with her. Um, I did a an actual uh, radio show, uh, just an internet radio show with her. Oh, um, okay. Back in 2013, 2014. Um, so we ran that for about a year, year and a half, and that was a blast. Right, fun. Got fun. to meet some very cool people doing that. Well, that's fun. Um, <clears throat> and then kind of working with her led me into moving to Massachusetts. Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, actually, I've got my time frame backwards. So in 2008 was when the house happened. Okay. 2008, nine. A little into 10, I was working still with Michelle, um, who was my friend in Baltimore. <clears throat> and then in 2011, I met the team that I was working with in Massachusetts. Okay. And I got introduced like a paranormal to them. Team? Uh-huh. So I got introduced to them by a guy out of California. Okay. Who started working with them and was like, right. look, if you want the backing of a national brand. Oh, a company that's all over the country, then hit them up. 
Okay. <clears throat> They've got teams almost in every state. Wow. And so I did. I got a hold of them and uh, for for battle issues, I won't say who they are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did get a hold of them, started working with them. And in 2012, I actually moved out to Massachusetts for a year. Wow. And so went out and dealt with cases out there, and they are very different. Yeah, I mean, you had the You're Salem witch trials right. that would happen out there. And <clears throat> You're talking old world, very, very intelligent, very strong spirits out there. Yes, yes. So even though they're, they may not be negative or demonic, they're still very, very strong. Wow. And they will definitely make you uncomfortable. <laughs> wow. So is, is there, besides the demonic force in your house for like the, the maybe one of the biggest um, uh, things that impacted you, is there, is there another one that kind of comes to mind? <laughs> There's a couple. Um, so I did... Uh, so being in Massachusetts, I'll tell you about one there. Okay. Um, we went to Maine. Let's see. Is it Maine? New Hampshire. Yeah, because all those states are kind of small and kind yeah. of packed in together. So we went to New Hampshire, and there was a school that right. we investigated that was um, from like the 14, 1500s. The property had started. The school, I think, was like in the nineteen early 1900s, like 1920s, okay. 30s. Um, and they had two sides to the school. The school, the property was massive. All right. Um, but they had it divided down the middle because back then they weren't allowed to have co-eds. Oh, okay. So it. it was male side and female side. Okay. And the uh, the headmistress still roamed the halls. Oh, wow. And so did some of the children that died on the property. Kids were dying at school? Yeah, because back then, you know, you had... All of the stuff that we do uh, vaccinations oh, for now. Okay. So they were dying from mumps. They were dying from okay. All that, that all measles sense. and all that stuff. That makes sense. Um, and so they would, you know, the youngest that we ran into, I think, was twelve. That we have good solid uh, recordings with. Okay. Um, I can't remember the youngest on the property. I think the youngest was like eight. That passed away from. Measles, I believe, is what that one was. Okay. Uh, but we were there on an investigation, and we had, um, we called her Loki, the uh, spirit-sniffing dog. Okay. <laughs> uh, if, if we had two mediums on the team, like we a lot of times do now, and if we missed something, Loki, without fail, would never miss it. Wow. Never. And she would go berserk, depending on who it was. Uh-huh. While we were in the school... And we were getting ready to investigate. We hadn't even started investigating yet. Like, we hadn't even broken out tools or nothing. We were just walking in. All right. Well, back then, no dogs were allowed. Oh. <laughs> so the headmistress came down the stairs. Are you seeing this? Saw, no, we missed oh. it. Oh. This is one that we missed until, until the next part happened. Okay, <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. So Loki starts going nuts. So immediately my senses kick on because I'm like, right. what, are you what are you saying that I'm missing? So I'm looking around and I see the headmistress. Okay. And I see her just in time for her to reach down and grab Loki and wow. start picking her up. And, she's and we dog saw raves. her paws come off the ground about an inch. And Whoa. of course, my, my uh, ex-girlfriend now... <laughs> Girlfriend at the time is the owner of Loki. Oh. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Put the dog down. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so we had to sit the mistress down and say, look, that may have been your rules. Our rules are different. Yeah. Somebody else owns the property. She's allowed to be here now. So you wow. have to put her down and leave her alone. That's crazy. Right. So, yeah, I mean, harness came up, and then her paw came up just barely above the ground. And I was like, whoa, 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 time out. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> I mean, for her to do that, though, the headmistress, the she, spirit, she had a lot of very energy. strong. Wow. Very strong. Um, and so later in the night, again, same school, about an hour and a half later, 
um, we did kind of like they do on Paranormal State, where um, Zach Beggins will do like a lockdown. Yeah. So we had two different buildings. We would go into the buildings, lock the doors. Okay. So there's no passage. You know, there's no way for somebody else to come in from the outside. We are, that group is in that building until we're done. Okay. And so we come in, we lock the doors, go upstairs. And we'd been up there for probably half an hour, just sitting in the quiet, observing, watching what's happening. And we hear kind of laughing down the hall. Okay. And then we see three kids come running down the hall and chase a ball down the stairs. Okay, this was this ball a real ball? No. Oh, okay. No. We don't know where that ball came from. And Interesting. It, we couldn't find it. We heard it go down the stairs and bounce and hit the bottom. And wow. so the three of us in the building got up to follow them down because we're like, nobody should be in this building. Yeah. Now, before I go any further, All right. I don't normally do visual. Okay. Normally, it's projector image in my head. Wow. I can hear it, see it, just like I'm watching a memory. Yeah. And so, for me to see that physically... Okay. ...was unreal. <laughs> so, I, I thought somebody broke into the building, and they were messing around right. playing in the playing halls. Right, playing around. But I don't know where the ball came from. <laughs> they had to have brought it. Wow. And so we go to the basement or, you know, go down to the main level and we search the halls, search all the doors. Okay. Can't find them. Hmm. So immediately I knew what happened. Yeah. But everybody else is still going, oh, who's here? Yeah. So we we did the debunking thing. Uh-huh. Get on the radios. We call up, say, anybody come into the building? Does anybody have the keys? And who the heck brought three teenage kids? Right, right. <laughs> And of course, everybody was like, we'll be right over. What are you talking about? So we knew that they were still investigating. The, uh, wow. the lady that ran that investigation, that she still runs it. Um, it's at the Parson Field Seminary building. Okay. If you want to look that up. All right. It's an interesting place. Okay. Um, she comes in and she was like, what are you talking about? There's not supposed to be kids here. Wow. And, she, and we're like, we know. <laughs> That's why we're asking what happened. Yeah. And uh, so she sat there and investigated with us for a little while. Interesting. And we heard the voices a second time down on the main level. Okay. Down below us. So we go down to investigate and, and you know, of course, it's just voices again. <laughs> so, wow. So she's, we're sitting down there and she goes, okay, this may have been your school but it's not anymore. Yeah. And children aren't allowed here when I'm here. <laughs> so get out. So you need to go home. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and we didn't hear them the rest of the night. Wow. Okay. And I had to be like, okay, so you don't look at all like the headmistress, but you sure as heck seem like her. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that spirits, some of them have an awareness of what's happened? Some have are clueless? Very much so. Okay. Very much so. So there's that's the difference between residual versus intelligent. Okay. Residual spirits have no idea that you exist. No. Oh, okay. So they didn't they're just see going us. through their day to day. They're just going back through the same routines. Wow. They got on such a routine that when they died, they're they're you know, they're cognitive kicked in and said hey <laughs> we still have a job to do at 7 a.m wow and so they get stuck doing the same old repetitive stuff interesting so they they'll go to work they'll go home they'll you know yeah kind of and go through the cycle and then some are just aware and, and they just know they're just some of them know what they're doing some of them know where they are and they're you know, comfortable in that home or, you know, there's a there's some kind of a strong tie to wherever they are. Okay. Um, and they can be tied to people. So they may not necessarily be tied to a building. They may not be at home. Yeah. And one of the most common misconceptions that I like to tell people all the time is a cemetery okay. is not a place for a spirit. <clears throat> okay. Cemetery is only a place for the people that put them there. 
That's right. a place for the living to go and and remember or think about memories. Okay, all right. Spirits don't like to be in the cemeteries. Right, because they're just surrounded by... <laughs> because they're surrounded by a bunch of headstones. Right. And they don't want to remember the, the death portion. Yeah. So they're not in the cemetery, they're in your house. Right. So they're with you. <laughs> they're they with are. You. They are. They're with you. They're with. They're at your house. They're at, you know, their house. I mean, okay. if that's where they spent all of their life, why would they be anywhere different? Makes sense. <laughs> uh, if there's somebody that they spent a lot of time around, um, you know, I've had, I've had cases where I go in to do a reading and I'm like, look, you're still here. They've been gone for five years. Uh-huh. They're still here. <laughs> And he's not, you know, he or she's not going anywhere until you do. Okay. Um, and then I had, I did have one case where the lady brought me in. We did the reading and all the fun stuff. And uh, and she goes, so here's my, here's my fear. And I said, okay. She says, I'm going to sell the house. I need to, right. I'm going to sell it and move into a, a smaller apartment. It's okay. too big of a house. But I don't want him to be mad. Okay. And I don't want him to stay here. <laughs> it's not <laughs> right. his house anymore. And and so I'm like, okay, look, you're gonna be fine. Sell the house. He'll go where you go. He's not gonna right. be stuck to the house. He's stuck to you. Yes. And you know, and people people really worry about that. Like, right. if I leave, if I sell this, if I <clears throat> lose this, am I gonna lose them? No, you're not. Right. It Your was a. It, it was an object that they owned while they were alive. They could care less about it now. Oh, right. Items mean nothing. Yeah. It's all stuff that is memory for the living. Okay. So, you know, people worry about burying their loved ones with something and he would want it and... Not really. Okay. All right. <laughs> not really. Because they, they, they find a... a greater knowledge once that once that transition happens then they understand okay much deeper level what relationships versus objects okay all right interesting now is there a place here in here locally here in utah that you feel and maybe you've investigated maybe you haven't but maybe you've driven by or you've seen it just like that place is just full of stuff uh good or bad either or both. So, one of my favorite places, we've discussed this, one uh-huh. of my favorite places to go that that is not on your favorite list right. is Benson Grist. Right. I love that place because I have a conversation with somebody every time I'm there. Interesting. So, this is Stansbury Park. This is Stansbury Park. It's very, very active if you go, if you, you know, go to the right places. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I need to go with you. Maybe that's yeah. what I need to do. So if we go to the right places, we can get lots of noises, things like that. Uh, I have fun wherever I go because sure. I, I get the communication yeah, side. Yeah, sure. Um, bad? I don't know if I could ever set foot back in Asylum 49. Whoa. Okay, so that's in Tooele, not too far. Yeah, from not too far. Just Benson down Grisman. the road. Yeah. And, and I really don't know if I could ever go back. And I haven't been there yet, so I it's want to. bad. Interesting. It's bad. And it's right across dark. from the cemetery, too. Very dark. <laughs> yeah, it's it's extremely dark. I wonder if the people, you know, maybe spirits are in the cemetery and then they just kind of transfer Trans- down over. Transition. Yeah, like, hey, look at this place. There's a lot of stuff going so on here. So they bury a lot of people that passed away in the um, nursing home because that True. is a functional nursing home. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the people that pass away... From there, they do get buried across the street, and so they may be, you know, they may be still attached to the building or love the building. Okay, but there's I a lot more than now. just dead people in there. There's there's some dark stuff in there. Wow. All right, I definitely want to do that one of these days. Yeah, there's been I've heard all kinds of reports out of there. I mean, I've heard of gurneys being pushed down the hall. Wow. So there's. I just don't know if I can. <laughs> Even just driving by the building, I tried to drive by the a um, couple weeks ago when we were out at Benson Grist to okay. show my wife where it was. Uh huh. And it, like, <laughs> just being outside, I was like, oh no. <laughs> wow, you feel you can feel yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Is there is there a case <laughs> or situation that you can remember that was very maybe rewarding for you? Um, there's, there's been a couple. Okay. So, um, Cleve is one of those cases. All right. Um, that's also one of my most memorable cases. Um, so w- 
I do channeling. Okay. Um, which is where I, I'll allow the spirit to either utilize my hands or my mouth if they want to communicate a message that I'm not oh. quite relaying correctly. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and so I allow them the control for a brief moment. Okay. Um, in his cabin up in Heber City. All right. Uh, was one of the cases where I didn't allow him the control. Okay. And I fought very hard not to allow that to happen, and that was that's one that we would more call borderline possession. Oh, okay. All um, right, because you were saying no, but it was still trying to right. come through you. Okay. Right. So wow. I was helping out Alika, uh, making sure she was comfortable, making sure everything was good, uh-huh. making sure that Gary was protected because he was out trying to help start cleansing and start taking care yeah, of Yeah, and these two people are part of, part of your team here right. in Utah. Okay. And... Um, in doing so, uh, I told Gary that I could feel the attack coming on, and I'd let him know if there was a problem. Okay. And at that point, I could see all I saw. I didn't see like generally. I'll get a description. I'll kind of tell you what they look like. Okay. With him, all I saw was a dark shadow. I didn't even see him at all. Interesting. It was just a dark shadow, and. The and I remember the fight. I don't remember the conversation back wow. and forth with him, but I remember the fight for sure. And then I blanked out for like a solid two minutes. Whoa! And I guess while I was blanked out, like my hands were shaking and I was my body was all tensed up. Jeez! It's been the only time. It's, that was the only time in. I mean, twenty years at that point. That I had needed a priesthood blessing, yeah, to let go of it, right? Because I couldn't do it on my own. <laughs> I was gone. Wow! And I was like, okay, that one—that was when I lost the battle. <laughs> wow! And uh, I mean, technically, I didn't, because you know, we still we still won. We okay. got him out. We got the we got the cabin cleansed and figured out what the problem was. But yeah, that was a big time attack. Wow! And. Uh, I've I've had some pretty fun times at Family Tree. Okay, Family Tree Restaurant in yes, Santa Quinn, in Utah. Santa Quinn, yeah. There's, Me too. <laughs> there's, there's been some really good times. So uh, Paul Welch has been on from Paranormal yes. Veracity. So if you guys remember that episode, Paranormal Veracity, and what he saw in the basement. Yes. Uh, and then I've also shared my experiences there as well. So you've had some pretty interesting so experiences. I've been channeled there. Okay. By force. Oh wow. <laughs> Not by will. Uh, was in the middle of a reading. And uh, all of a sudden, everything kind of just blanked out. And I remember that part. I remember looking around and kind of being like, "Uh oh, <laughs> everything <laughs> just disappeared." And that never happens. And uh, about the time I said that, and there's a recording of it. I'll have to have Tim send it to me. Okay. Um, there's a recording of it. And about the time I say that, literally thirty seconds later, you hear Tim come upstairs, and you hear him go, "Everything okay?" And I don't remember him coming upstairs. Okay. So there's, again, a solid couple of minutes yeah. that, I'm, that I'm gone. Right. And uh, I told him, no, I've, everything's gone. I can't uh-huh. see anything. I can't hear anything anymore. And uh, so he kind of sat there and was filling out the situation, kind of looking around. And he made, a, made the comment of, they want us alone. Okay. And you hear me in a tone that I've still yet to achieve. Oh, interesting. Say, yeah, we do. Whoa. <laughs> that's creepy. And you hear Tim on the recording say, well, that's not going to happen, and you need to get out of Caden right now. <laughs> wow. So you guys remember Tim, he was actually on the episode as well, on one of the episodes uh, with my brother. We just kind of shared some ghost stories. So that's, uh, so that's, that's Tim cool. that he's talking about. Yeah, that saved Tim. That Tim. Wow. Yep. And then, just like that, lights back on, everything was fine. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> but, I mean, we've been there. I've been there on times where we've been in the banquet room in the back uh-huh. and start hearing pots banging and, like... From the kitchen. Footsteps and stuff in the kitchen. Yeah. And so, you know, of course, you know, we've got that place locked down when we're in there. Yes. <clears throat> so we go in thinking, well, okay, somebody somebody came in with the key, uh-huh. you know, and we walk in there and... Nobody. They don't see anybody. I see all the spirits that are running around trying to dodge us, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, oh, that's fascinating. I love cases like that. Yeah. I love it. 
Yeah, those are. So you're saying everyone has guides. Everybody guides. Yes. Do you see everyone's guides, or you have to kind of like channel to kind of focus? Um, so I mean, if we're looking around right now, uh-huh. there's probably five or six spirits. Okay. That are and in we're the, at a coffee shop in the, in the room, um, and and I mean, from here I can see two people. We obviously know that there's at least three waitresses. Uh huh. Um, and so they may be, you know, one on one. Or it may be like a couple of them are here for somebody specific, you know, and I, I don't really know unless I engaged them. Okay. Are there guides so, around me? Around you all the time. All How the time. How about me personally? Yes. Okay. Constantly. Do you see any of them? Uh, not right now. Okay. <laughs> I think I scare them away. <laughs> no, they, I've had once, I think, where I've relayed a message to you. Um, but... I don't unless I engage. Uh-huh. They won't really say much. Okay. Okay. Now, if I go into a mall or a, a grocery store, like if I was to go to Smiths right now, I get hit up there constantly. Do they know by they... the non-living? Okay. So they'll they're aware when they walk through when I walk through the door. Uh, it's like. It's like if you've been jumping on the tramp too long. Okay. And you walk by somebody and get zapped. Oh, right, right. So it's it's kind of the same connection. Oh, so I'll walk in and they'll they'll get that that buzz of okay. like, hey, this guy can talk to us. Um, I had one guy that I, I you know, my wife now is sensitive, and uh, she was it was hilarious for her one day. <laughs> we walked into the store, and I'm like I just. I was focused. I was trying to ignore it so hard <laughs> because I I, wa- I had a guy walk up to me and go, hey, 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 you see me. Hey, I know you see me. I know you can hear me. You're ignoring me. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> and she can see me focused. And she's like, what? Who's, uh-huh. Who is bugging you? Yeah. What's going on? And I told her about this guy and she is laughing hysterically. I'm like, it's not funny. <laughs> this guy needs to go away. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not the type, like, if, if you've ever seen Long Island Medium with yes. Teresa Caputo, yes. she has no problem walking up to somebody and saying, hey, your dead grandpa said hi. Especially when the camera's on. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> right. And I, I just, I don't have the, the nerve to do that. Okay. I don't want to break somebody down into a puddle of tears in the middle of freaking Sure, Smiths. sure, and they're just... They're here to get their groceries. They're not here to talk to their dead grandpa. You know, so I'll save it for later. If it's important enough, eventually, I have had somebody that I didn't know. Okay. Um, We were, I was doing readings at that paranormal expo. Uh And one of the, one of the customers that I saw at the store ended up being one of my clients. Oh, wow. She came up to get a reading and I was like, oh no. Oh, funny. (laughs) Funny. So, Katie, we got about 10 minutes. Tell us a little <coughs> bit about your services, how people can contact you, where they can find you, what you can do for them. Absolutely. Take so, um, you, you can find me on Facebook, um, either under Caden Mattinson or under the Utah County Medium page. Okay, and I'll, I'll list it all in the description. And um, you can actually book on the Utah County Medium page, you can book your appointment with me. Oh, nice. So, I have it paired up to where, you know, you can schedule... Um, I do I do charge sixty dollars an hour. Okay. Um, which, if you look around the state, is actually a pretty fair rate. It is. It is. <laughs> I have looked. So um, the average right now in the state is about a hundred dollars an hour. Now you're called the Utah County Medium, but you're all over. I am all over. Yeah. Um, so I, I got dubbed the Utah County Medium living in Provo. Okay. And <laughs> and the name just kind of stuck. So yeah. I moved out, and everybody's like, "Yeah, you're still the Utah County Medium." Right, even though currently you're in Salt Lake. Right. But you do you, you travel all over. I do go all over the place. So, um, And then I now have a YouTube channel that I'm posting a couple videos a week. Awesome, I'm doing awesome. Uh, the life of a Utah medium. Okay, you have to send me that link and I'll put that so, in there too. Yeah, I will for sure. I'll hit subscribe. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been fun. Um, I did the uh, did the first video there at Ben's and Grist. So okay. kind of fitting. Oh, awesome. <laughs> So, um, but I, I mean, we can, I can schedule for group readings. I can okay. schedule for um, a gallery reading. So there's a little bit of a difference. A group reading is usually a five or 10 people. 
Okay. Versus a gallery reading of 30 or 40 plus. Ah. Um, <clears throat> we're not going to fit 30 people in a living room. <laughs> That's kind of the difference. Um, so I do have different rates on that. So uh, just message, Makes me sense. For, yeah. message me for those rates. Um, and then, you know, I'm just going to be all over the place. Um, we're coming into kind of haunting season, if you will. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're recording this in <laughs> August. And uh, yeah, so, so, soon as the, so as soon as it gets actually a little cooler. Right. Yeah. So we're, we're starting up. the Halloween season. Oh, speaking of that, what do you think of people? There's a petition going around. Have you heard of this? I have heard of this. So people it's want absurd. to change Halloween from October 31st to like the last weekend of the month. <laughs> what do you think about that? Listen, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween has been October 31st since right. the 1800s. Right. Leave it alone. <laughs> so, so me and my brother Dale on uh, on our podcast, the Buko Boys podcast, we actually just talked about this, and we just yeah. released that this week as well. And uh, I personally, since I can remember, like in elementary, I hated Halloween, like on a Tuesday or Wednesday. I just yeah. hated it. I always wished it was the last weekend of the month so I could just stay up all night, <laughs> after trick, like trick or treat all night, stay up all night, and then as I got older, so I can just party all night right. <laughs> um and so uh i would never have started this petition um but i i am actually would be for it <laughs> but it's not because it was like it's not a, a convenience thing for me it's just something i've always wanted right um but dale my brother had a good compromise yeah he goes how about this he said what if halloween still for the pagans is on october 31st but maybe for the Christians and trick-or-treaters, the trick-or-treating is the last weekend of the month. Right, 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 right. And I was like, that's not a bad that's compromise. That's not a bad compromise. That's not bad. Yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, leave the holiday itself alone. Okay. And then schedule, you know, schedule the trick-or-treating around on the weekend. I could be all right with that. All right, that'd be, all right. That'd be a fair compromise. Okay, I thought I'd bring that up. I thought yeah. I'd bring that up. Okay. Um, but anyway, get back to it. So, so, so it's haunting season. People start getting more interested is, in this type of yes, stuff. Yes, yeah. yeah. So we're going to start doing, um, I let's see. I'm trying to think. I believe the first major convention coming up is the toward the end of August. Um, and then basically from August until November, we're going to have pretty much every other weekend... And I think okay. in, through October, we're going to have every weekend, there's going to be conventions. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we're going to get into convention season. Um, I will probably end up being at a few of those. So if you see me there, I do have better rates. Okay. All right. Uh, for conventions, I usually do 15 or 30 minute readings at a convention. Um, and so, you know, those rates are according. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> depending on which event we're at and how busy we're going to be so all right make, makes sense makes sense yeah um and then i'm actually looking to start a podcast awesome <laughs> awesome so well i'll get the kind of get the details of that posted up on the on the facebook page once once that's okay. all in the works awesome and looking at um possibly going back into internet radio wow so i've got a few i've Put out a few feelers, and I've had a few clients that are like, "Dude, if you do that, well, I'll come back on the show." I wonder if, if, if is is podcasting the future of internet radio? I wonder. It is. Yeah, it, okay. it really is. I'm, I'm just kind of my but, curiosity. You know, my my thought is reach reach the general market. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. do a podcast, reach the podcast market, and then do the you know internet radio and reach and them. the YouTube channel. So. Right. All right. Awesome. So you guys follow the Utah Medium on Facebook. Uh, what's the name of the YouTube channel? Is the same um, thing? The Utah, uh, the life of a Utah medium. The life of a Utah medium uh, YouTube channel. Uh, follow there, and then reach out to him. Get 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 your readings done. Check out what your guides have to tell you, because guides probably have special messages for us. Very yeah, and they're very uh, personalized messages. It's not you know, it's not the general. You're doing great, so keep it up. <laughs> okay, okay, and and like and like these guides, they're basically, are they always like? Family, friends, relatives? Not always. Okay. Not always. So I've had a couple, especially recently, um, where where it's been uh, specific guides. They're they're they uh, sometimes won't even reveal their name. Oh, okay. So sometimes wow. they're just uh, which those ones I like to tell people those are actual angelic. Yeah, those are spirits. Spirits. Okay. All they right. Are, they are sent specifically from 
protectors to... We, we've got five minutes. Do you think you know or have an idea of what's after life? Uh, I think as a I think as a medium kind of doing what we do, I think we can get a glimpse. Okay. But I don't think I don't think we even have the full picture. Okay. That makes because I think there's always two questions people have in life. Number yeah. one, yep. what happens after we die? What happens after? And you know, and I'm it's funny because I'm getting different answers to that question. Okay. So different people have experienced death differently. That makes sense. And I mean, if, we go to different places. And if you talk to me, ask me about my deaths. Okay. I have died twice. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. Shoot, we might have to say for another podcast. We might have to keep you on again. Ask me about that uh, in, in, a, in a reading, and I'll tell you about okay. it. Okay. All right. So you got to call them up. And both experiences were different. Okay. And both experiences were very different. Interesting. So again, the first question: What happens after we're we're gone on this life? And the second question is: Are we alone in this world, galaxy, Absolutely whatever? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You heard it here, guys. <laughs> no. Hey, guys. Thanks again for watching and listening to another episode of the DVO Show with Caden, the Utah County Medium. Follow his page, uh, Facebook, YouTube. While you're there, might as well follow the DVO Show there too. All right, All right guys. Take care. Thanks again. Thanks. <laughs>